How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Let's go out to the Orion and Downstairs Convenience Store's guest line. They're truly sets beyond convenience. They will find ESPN NBA analyst Antonio Davis joining us there. Antonio, thanks for the time. Really appreciate it. Ah, uh, man, thanks for having me on. Uh, before we get into what happened last night uh, with the Cavs and the Warriors and whatnot, we're excited. It's opening night here in Miami. We obviously uh, had a big loss this offseason with Dwayne Wade. This is kind of the revamped new heat. They gave Hassan Whiteside a lot of money. He's going to have a lot more responsibility, a lot more minutes. Goran Dragic going to have the ball in his hands more. You see this Heat team, do you think they can make it into the playoffs, or is this a year where they're going to take a step back and, and, uh, and probably do a lot of revamping? Well, I, I think they're going to take a step back for a lot of different reasons, but mainly because, you know, once you get to that point, you get to crunch time, whether it's, you know, uh, late in April where you need to win some games or uh, you go through a tough stretch and you somehow need to change the landscape a little or someone needs to really take over the team, um, who's going to do it? You know, who, who's going to lead that team where it needs to go? Um I do think that it's it's a bright future in Hassan Whiteside and some of the other young guys that they have. So it's not like they're uh, doing a total revamp where they're young with no experience and no way to get there. Uh, they just need a, a piece or two. You, you don't you don't just all of a sudden lose a Hall of Famer and 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 everything is the way that it was before. But there are a lot of bright spots on that Miami team, and I and I do look for them to you know have those bright bright spots throughout the year where we're talking about them making the playoffs I just don't think that they'll be able to they'll be able to squeeze in Antonio I look at a lot of the playoff teams and a lot of the teams that go far in the playoffs and they may play a certain style of basketball during the season they're running gun and shooting up threes and Hollywood and whatever but there always comes a couple of times either during a game or during a, a playoff stretch or when you have to have this game where they can slow the game down and play a half-court offense and half-court defense and help defense and all those things. And I just think that the Heat may struggle with that because they're only going to be able to play one way. Yeah, you're right. And, you know, we saw that last year in the finals when you talk about Golden State and you hear Charles Barkley talking about a lot. He doesn't believe a team that can go out shoot a bunch of jumpers are going to win a championship. Um, and that's that's yet to be proven, I don't think. But I did notice during that, during that time, uh, you know, Cleveland and Golden State were struggling for about four minutes there in game seven. And it came down to coming down, getting a stop, or coming down and executing and getting a bucket. And whoever was going to do that the best was going to win the game. But it takes kind of that experience, that leadership, uh, and talent, all that to come into play at one time. And, you know, and, and that's what I alluded to is that I just don't think Miami has enough talent or the, enough leadership to get in those those places where they can slow the game down um, and go out and literally execute an offense or defense and come up with the big stops or big plays when they need to. And, and how does that work, Antonio? Because you have guys here now – there's there's not a lot of credentials as far as as winning. There's a lot of guys who are journeymen and have been veterans. 
as who is going to step up as that leader. Obviously, you know, UD's still in the locker room, but he's not going to play that much. So a guy like Hassan, can he be looked at as as the guy who who's the leader? Because he's going to get more touches, but even still, like his his staying power in the NBA hasn't been that long. Like how does how does how does that dynamic? How can that work in a locker room? Well, a, a lot of it just you know it may not even be. A lot of times you want it to be like the best player on the team because everybody's going to kind of you know. It, it take his leadership and 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 go on, or, or usually it's it's that point guard or guard or, or kind of perimeter player who is you know um, really boisterous and, and will come in and voice his opinion and 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 do a lot for other guys, uh, you know, working out with them, you know, calling them to get exercise. All that all that leadership kind of stuff kind of takes place off the floor. Uh, I'm sure coaches. And everybody else wants wants it to be, you know, like a, a one-stop shop thing where your best player is your point guard and you can just get it done and lead the team. But it doesn't always happen that way. Um, usually, um, the coach will see something in a particular guy, uh, and you know, either elect them as captain or elect them as, you know, somebody who can step into that leadership role. And whether they like it or not. They, they tend to grow in it and do a great job. And I don't think it'll be a guy like Hassan. Uh, it, it may be Josh. You know, it may be one of the younger guys who kind of step up and, and have a voice um, for the team. So you just kind of have to wait and see. The other leadership comes just with, you know, getting on the court, having a feel for the game, having your number called, and being able to deliver time and time again. And at times that will be Hassan, but at times it'll be someone else. Antonio, before we branch out to the the rest of the NBA, just your thoughts from afar on the Heat organization. Obviously, you just said that you don't think this team is going to make the playoffs this year. That means they're kind of in rebuilding mode, and we know that anyways. Do you think with this core that they have with Hassan, Justice, Josh, maybe uh, Goran's a part of it, uh, that Pat Riley can pull some magic again to get this thing back up to the, the heights that it's been? Yeah, I... You, you, he's shown that he can do that. Obviously, it's going to take, you know, um, getting getting a couple solid guys. You know, uh, Justin and, jo- and Josh have to step up and be solid for him. You know, I, I think that that's the key because once you have a situation where you get some of those big name free agents at least sitting down and talking to you about what you have going on, it's only a matter of time before. A, a, a place like Miami, you know, with all the history there and all the things that can't happen, fan base, all that stuff comes into play, and you land that one guy that you need. So you have some some young pieces that are growing. You have some super talent and a sign white side. So now it's just a matter of putting the pieces around what you have because I'm sure before that there's a question mark behind Chris Bosh, you were still trying to figure out whether or not you were going to be able to sign Dwayne Wade and get it back. But now you know that you don't have that. You start bringing in those pieces, and Pat Riley's shown that he can do that. Talking to ESPN's Antonio Davis, kind enough to join us here on the guest line. Uh, Antonio, last night uh, was reminiscent to me. The uh, the Warriors-Kevin Durant version was reminiscent to me of the, the Heat's big three, their first game together getting blown <laughs> out by Boston. It was not yeah. the start they imagined. Um, do you think this is going to be a bit of a rocky start for them, or is this something blip? Maybe San Antonio is better than we thought it was, and they can they can rebound and get it together and work in real quick. 
Well, you can never count San Antonio out, first of all, you know, and now when you look at their core of Kawhi Leonard, LaMarcus Aldridge, they're a young team now. They're, they're not this old team that's running around. Uh, Jay Sims coming off the bench, uh, giving them a big lift. Um, they they are a young, you know, a, a team that can be young and play athletic, um, but have the coaching and the style of slowing the ball down and getting a stop when you need to. So that that's a dangerous combination, as we just alluded to earlier. Um, this Golden State team is going to struggle. I mean, I know you get a Kevin Durant and you automatically think you're going to be better, but they're going to have to figure out how are they going to play. You know, um, there are certain times where, you know, you have all those guys on the floor and nobody's doing anything, you know, anything special. Uh, but certain guys are going to have to step up. Other guys are going to have to step back. And then you're still going to have to solve the problem are you big enough to go out and compete with these big teams? You got Paul Gasol who can step out and knock down, who knock down long shots, knock down threes. The Marcus Aldridge can kind of do the same thing. Those are going to be the teams that they really struggle against, having two bigs who are talented, who can step inside and outside, pass the ball, and do a lot of different things. So that, that's going to have to be one thing they figure out. And Tony, more importantly, it seems like because they have so much talent, Golden State does, that they're kind of getting away from what they did, and that was the ball was going to be in either Steph Curry's hands or Draymond Green's hands. Those are your two facilitators. And then yeah. you're going to run offense around that. And when I watched the game last night, so many guys had the ball that it was hard to tell who was doing what. Yeah, yeah, and, and that's what I mean by and sometimes that's going to be a good thing. There are going to be times where they're going to decide, okay, we're playing – a San Antonio Spurs. The Steph, Steph needs to have the ball in his hand, and maybe KD needs to have the ball in his hands a little bit more, or maybe it's Draymond. But they're going to have different situations for, for different teams and, and different styles of play, and they just haven't figured all that out yet. They, they're going to be really good against an average team, but against teams where they're, they're going to have to have a strategy and a certain way to play, that, that just hasn't come into play yet, and that's just going to take some time. And that's where the rocky start is going to come in. He's ESPN's Antonio Davis. Thanks for the time. Really appreciate it. Thanks, Antonio. Thank you. Thanks, man. You guys take care, okay. man. Take Good care. To you. All right, bye-bye. Love that guy. Badass Antonio Davis. Still. Always chill. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion.